God bless fantasy football. There are many things a man can do with his time. And this, well, this is better than those things. Hey, yo, good old fantasy football back again with another podcast today. We are going through running back rankings. We're going to start with some honorable mentions and then go from 20 to 11 in today's episode. Just like quarterbacks, we'll talk about our consensus rankings, then where we have each guy ranked um, individually and talk about why we have them there. So let's start with some honorable mentions first. First, that did not quite make the list, we have Miles Sanders. I'm personally a little down on Miles Sanders this year. He's always got some injuries. He did well last year once we started running the ball um, with our great O-line. The Eagles. The Eagles. Yeah, with our Eagles. Yeah, he's with Carolina. Right. I don't think he's going to be the workhorse back. I think they're going to split some time, and I just don't think he's going to be great. He's already hurt. He's already yeah, got he's already banged up. Like, it, already it starts with him, and I don't think he's worth taking at all. Well, that's not true. Yeah. If he's, he's worth, worth taking, taking in like the eighth to later rounds, maybe. Not so early. He might be a workhorse uh, when healthy. Mostly just based on his contract, but I do not think the Panthers are going to be a good team, and they will not be passing or running the ball much in the second half. They'll play for mine a lot. The, and Deuce Staley's now with Carolina, who has always used a running back by committee. There he's never been one guy that gets every touch. Chuba Hubbard's still a younger guy for them that was supposed to be a, t- a high prospect coming out. Yeah. He's been okay in limited role. Yeah, he was studded at Oklahoma State. Yeah, so so once Sanders can't play because he's hurt, Chuba's going to take over. Sanders never going to see his job again. Wait, that already happened. He's already hurt. So next on the list for honorable mentions, our very own DeAndre Swift. I just think camps coming out or reports coming out of camp is that Gainwell is the guy. Swift might play in the slot a little bit, but there's just so many running backs, and I think they're all going to be used and they're all going to be good for the Eagles. I just don't think fantasy purposes. There's a clear guy here. I I don't. Well, I wouldn't touch him anywhere near the top 20. Like, and for, eight, me, for me, I wouldn't even put him at top 20 honorable mention. I don't think he's anywhere near that. I don't know. It's There's so many targets already in the Eagles offense, and then you add in uh, Kenneth Gainwell and Rashad Penny all stealing carries, and I'm all – out on Boston Scott again for the Eagles, but you know he's going to find his way on the roster, and he's going to steal carries from whoever you want. He's going to score against the Giants. He's going. Well, yeah, I'll take him with the Giants because I'll get a couple touchdowns. But I don't want Swift unless he becomes. I think we mentioned in our uh, preseason episode if he becomes that Ty Montgomery guy that plays the slot and runs the ball. If you guys don't remember Ty Montgomery from Green Bay and Jets. Never really a number one guy. Or Cordell Patterson, I guess, uh, more recently, where you can kind of put him at the running back or wide receiver position. Patterson, two years ago, had a great fantasy season, but his whole career, yeah, he's been great for the team he's on, just not for fantasy. And I think Swift would be great for the Eagles, not for fantasy. I agree with parts of what you're saying. I think he's going to be a very good Eagle. I think he's the best running back on the roster, and I think he's way more explosive than the rest of them. And that's mainly the production. Lack of touches is the biggest concern. Injuries are another concern. That's what's keeping him out of the top 20. But I do think he will be 
uh, able to be startable, especially in a flex spot. Yeah, preseason, he looked great. I mean, yeah, yeah, they yeah, broke yeah. up that 20-yard run, just right. sidestepped the guy, made him fall. Yeah, Looks great, looks explosive. Right. You draft him in sixth round to where he's not right. getting like enough Smith. targets to be a sixth-round pick. I like Swift, and I would draft him, not at his ADP. Yeah, not in the sixth round. Yeah. Another pro is the Eagles O-line. They're great in space, and he's going to be in space. Get the downfield blocks where even if it looks like it's going to be a 20 yard play, he might take it to the house. Yeah, time. if he does that screen pass, I mean, that offensive line will get down there, block for him, and yeah. he can take care of the rest. Um, next on the list is a little bit of a surprise since Chaz and I have him in our top 20. I have him at 15. Chaz has him at 19. It's Rashad White. But Connor has him at 33. Why are you so low on him? 33 is probably too low. Um, I think the Buccaneers offense with Baker Mayfield is not going to be anything special. He'll get keyed on and not be able to take enough advantage. They'll be playing from behind a lot. I'm not even quite sure how good of a receiving back he is if he is. He is a receiving back. That's so. what his thing is. He's going to catch passes out of the backfield because Baker Mayfield can't throw it down the field. Well, they're going to try. It's going to be incompletions. They're going to lose games. Yeah, they got two good receivers that they're going to try to be coming from behind and force to those guys. The reason I have him up at 19 is because it's a starting running back that has big upside catching the ball, and you're drafting him at the end of the seventh, early eighth round. That's why I have him so high. I have him that high, too, for same reasons, and he's a workhorse back. There's not really much competition there. Yeah. He should be the three-down back, catch a lot of dump-offs from Baker, and like you said, he's got great receivers that they can't just load the box. They can a little bit because Baker can't throw, but they can't totally load the box with the weapons that Baker has. Yeah, you still have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin out there. So, Yeah, I think that he – he could be a surprise top 10 running back this year. Uh, last I will mention is Cam Akers. We all have him right outside of our top 20. Similar for me uh, to Rashad White is he, he doesn't catch the ball as much as White, um, but I think he's going to be a workhorse back when he's healthy. The Rams just are not that good, but if Stafford and Cup stay healthy, they have a passing threat that they can't move the box. I think we'll get plenty of opportunities until they start losing every game. But Yeah, and he turned it on at the end of last year when he was finally healthy after – what he tears, ACL? Yeah, and, that, the and that was just off the injury. Now he's had the rest of the post – or not postseason, but, you know, the end of last well, year. Well, postseason, they didn't make the postseason. So That's what I mean. That, he didn't play in the postseason. Yeah. But, he had the end of last year, he did play. He's had the yeah, whole offseason to cover. I, I, I like him where he's being drafted. Again, being drafted the end of the fifth, early sixth, I think it's one of those RB2s that you're getting there. So, if you're going heavy wide receiver and Cam Akers is your number two running back – uh, never mind. I'm not happy with the Majors are number two. If he's, he's your number three, three running back. Three your flex. Yeah. That's not bad. If he's your number two, you better have three running backs. It better be Christian McCaffrey or Nick Chubb, somebody else up there that right. is your number one. Yeah. With, with some still have receivers and maybe Kelsey. Tight end, or tight end quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the ranking. Starting at number 20, we have James Cook from Buffalo. I have him at 20. Connor has him all the way down to 28. And Chaz is the highest at 17. I'll start off being the highest. I think being a pass-catching back with Josh Allen and they're having problems trying to figure out who the backup is going to be. I know it was Damian Harris from the Patriots, but now he's banged up. Yeah. Uh, Latavius Murray seems like he's going to be the goal line guy. He's like Frank Gore. He's it, just always around. He's always around. and Always it's just productive. As that goal line guy. Yeah. So he's definitely going to steal touchdowns away from him, but – I mean, James Cook had four carries and a touchdown in the first preseason game. We said yesterday, you were sorry. We said the other day, you cannot take anything away really from week one preseason, but 
Right now, it seems like he is the running back there. And you're drafting him. Right now, you can get James Cook. Uh, sorry, give me one second. Who, by the way, is a receiving back. You on can a, get him on in the a, eighth round. Eighth round. Receiving back on a team that likes to throw the ball. Yeah. So, I think I have him at 17 because I think it's such a great value. Maybe not. I think my list might be a little different. Maybe not the 17th best running back in the draft, but I added in value of where I would take these guys. And right now, I like him in the eighth round. Yeah, I have him down at 28. Um, that mostly just has to do with Josh Allen's running backs not having enough production. I like James Cook. I think he's a good pass catcher. I think he's good in open field. I don't know if I'll live up to what his brother was. It's more just about – his situation with the Bills, they pass the ball. Allen has the ball in his hands a lot. He runs the ball. So I think he just has limited carries and opportunities. That I think there's other people in similar skills to him or situations that I would rather take before I take Cook. I think it's fair. I, you're right. Even though Devin Singletary wasn't the greatest there, they Allen has the ball in his hands. It's They're not relying on a running game. I don't think I'll ever like have 20 touches in the game. Yeah. That's that's fair to drop him down for that reason. Uh, coming at number 19 is Kenneth Walker. I have him at 21. Connor's the highest at 18. Chest at lowest at 25. I think he's explosive. I have him at 18. He looked really good when healthy last year. I like the Seahawks offense, even though Geno Smith is just a distributor. I think uh, the receiving trio that's leading the charge is going to make other teams have five D-backs alive. And, make lanes for him to take advantage of. Uh, I have him so low because Zach Charbonnet. Me too. The rookie that they got, you can either draft Kenneth Walker in the fourth or the guy that he splits carries with in the ninth, who's also a pass catcher and is bigger, who could potentially be the goal line back. So I'm, I'd much rather take a guy like Zach Charbonnet later. Uh, if for some reason Charbonnet goes down, I think Kenneth Walker could be low end RB one, high end RB two. If there is nobody, if there's no counterpart, right? But that's right what now, I, was I don't say. like. Without Charbonnet, I think I would have Walker's top twelve, top ten back. Mm-hmm. But with him being a rookie, being fresh, and like you said, a little bit bigger, he can catch. And injury concern. I mean, Ken Walker was hurt last year. Yeah. I think he's already banged up a little bit in camp now. So it'll be interesting to see when, like, week one or two come along. How the, the timeshare actually plays out if yeah. Charbonnet's on the field that much. Because if Walker is getting the opportunities, I think he's flashing explosive. I agree. But you take him in the fourth round. I wouldn't be upset with them there. If he's your second running back, you yeah, have two receivers. Mm-hmm. If you mix it well. I guess it all depends on the situation. Like I think there's other guys if in the fourth round. At the end of the that, fourth round, yeah. Early third, fourth round. I think there's guys right around him that don't have the threat of a backup or a split of carries. Yeah. Next is coming in at 18, another guy who was banged up in the last year, Damian Pierce. I have him at 19, Connor has him at 16, Chaz has him at the lowest at 25. I just think this offense is not going to be good. I know they got a new quarterback. I just think it's going to be bad again. And Pierce did well at the beginning of last year uh, with a bad offense, but that's where I think the injury concerns came in. Is he, it's the only thing they had, and they ran him, and they ran him, and they ran him, and he did good, and then it was too much. And I think it's going to be similar this year. Yeah, I, I am the lowest. I just – there's just nothing I, I like coming out of 
Houston. I want no, no part of that offense. I want you know, nothing to do with anybody there. Um, and again, kind of like Kenneth Walker, if I'm drafting him in the fifth round, I, I think there's other guys that... That's where he's going in the fifth. Yeah, he's going in the fifth. I think there's other guys with better teams, better opportunities. Better lines. Better offensive line. And I just don't know how the team's going to look with C.J. Stroud. They might be... I, I think C.J. Stroud is going to be a pretty good upgrade over it, but they had last year. They got John... I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. John Matichi back for cancer. He was a uh, second-round yeah. pick last year. Was yeah, the receiver a lot. back, yep. God, another receiver. I like Nico Collins. Nico Collins. Nico Collins. So there are weapons this year that I think they didn't have last year. To yeah, they have Brandon Cooks. They did a break. They had someone else too. I forget. Well, Brandon Cooks is not there this year. So you're taking away their best receiver the past couple of years, and now he's gone. CJ Stroud. I think he could be good. I just I don't think there's any part of that offense that you're going to want then. The other thing with him, when he was healthy, he was getting, I think, close to 25 touches. That, that's the and then usage, Especially he can catch the ball. So you're playing PPR, half PPR. The stats is that up. Yeah, and that's Where, his upside. Especially with the rookie quarterback, they're probably going to want to run the ball. Yeah, they're going to use him. And I think the fifth round is a pretty good spot to get him. If you can get him better than that, I think it's very good. But like we're saying, if it's fourth round, there's, I think other guys. That Another guy I wouldn't love as my RB two unless I have an RB one stud. Right. Yeah. But if I have two running backs, two receivers, he's my flex option. I, I can live with that. Yeah. If he's my flex RB three, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can be okay with that. After Pierce comes in at seventeen, Brees Hall coming off of injury again. Another guy. Um, I have an eighteen. Connor fourteen. Chaz also eighteen. I still think Dalvin Cook's going to sign with the Jets. I agree, and that's well, one coming off injury. I don't like him. I. But he's another guy. If he is healthy and they don't bring in Dalvin Cook, he was really good last year. And the Jets improved a lot with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they don't need to rely on him. Right. Yeah, I put him at 14 with the assumption Dalvin Cook does not sign there just because he's not on the team yet. Um, he got hurt in October last year, so it is like 11 months removed from injury, which even though ACL is a major injury, it's not what it was years ago. There's plenty of guys who've come back in that time span and have been very productive. I've heard people call him the next AP. Right. There's no other AP. No, just the coming back from an injury. AP but, Jr. No. AP the third. Maybe the third. I was going to the third. <laughs> Either way, when he was healthy last year, he was pushing that offense to go because uh, I remember I, I fancy Zach Wilson, Mike White. I mean, yeah, they, they so were kind of going at Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had productive running backs for. I think it's whole career on the time I had. Yeah. I had Brees Hall last year in fantasy and, and traded him with a package to get Joe Mixon. And at the first three weeks, I was kicking myself. And then he got yeah, hurt. Mixon ran for five touchdowns. And it, it, it ended up okay. <laughs> Only because he got hurt. But yeah, he was Joe B suck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you're getting Brees Hall in the third round. If he's that that's, workhorse running back, I'm okay with it. And if he's healthy. Like, that's where I don't like if you can get him in the fourth and to steal, but in the third. Yeah, if you're getting him around that Mixon type guy, I think I'd rather take And I think the closer you get to the start of the season, if you're drafting late, the more comfortable you get with taking him higher because you'll see in practice how much he's participating if he's ready to go week one. Yeah, and I'll keep you up to date on injuries and the news coming out of camp with him. And Dalvin Cook signing there, of course. And if and when Dalvin Cook signs there. Coming in at 16, Dalvin Cook's um, next of kin, Alexander Madison. 
Connor his and I, next of kin would be his brother that we talked about as an honorable or is he not his, his, his replacement. replacement? He's another his replacement, no, not his number next twenty. Of, it's his next of kin. It's not Alexander Madison coming in at sixteen. Connor and I have him at fourteen and thirteen. Chaz is low on him at twenty. I think when he had he was not good in short spurts last year when he when Dalvin Cook needed a breather, but when Cook was out the last few years and Madison was the lead back in twenty plus carries a game, monster. I completely agree with that. And now, especially when you add Jordan Addison to Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne, TJ Ivinson, they they cannot stack the box against him. And I think he's to do it all running back with not much threat of a backup taking carries away from him. Yeah, I, I have him a little bit lower. And to be honest, I'll probably go up my draft board the more that happens. I think it's. The same way I feel about any Eagles running back because there's so many weapons in that offense that are going to take away from I don't think him. There's any running backs to take away? From no, him. there's no other. There's no other backup, and they did have uh, Kareem Hunt come into the building, but he's left another building without a contract. So if they're not bringing in somebody else, and I think the Vikings have shown a history of using a workhorse with Dalvin Cook because yeah. when he was healthy, the Madison barely touched the ball in the receiving game too. A lot of screen passes. Yeah. Like and he's right now going the sixth round. I think what that's is, a great value for Alexander Madison. Yeah. If you give him the sixth. After Madison comes in Travis Etienne at 15, which we have a lot of discrepancies on. I have him lowest at 21. Connor has him highest at nine. And Chaz in the middle at 15. I'll let you guys go first because I have some opinions. Well, I got him in the highest at nine. I think the Jaguars are going to be good this team in a bad division. Um, I think he's going to touch the ball. Sorry, around. did you say goodest team? I heard goodest as well. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. I did. Okay. I don't <laughs> All right, so he's going to be the goodest on the goodest team in the bet, worst division. Go ahead. The best team, worst division. You guys are assholes. Let's keep going. That's all you do. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a very good running back. And he's going to be very productive. I wanted to be surprised if he has around 1,400, 1,500 rushing yards this year. I'm just going to lead to a lot. Let me jump in here. ETN, I think, is good. But he was drafted when they had James Robinson to be the receiving back. And then now – That's bullshit. Urban Meyer was a joke and didn't use James Robinson at all. That whole regime is going as a different situation. Okay, and maybe I don't play that into consideration as much as I should. But it doesn't look like he's going to be – in the receiving game much at all. Tank Bigsby is looking great. He's got speed. He's got power. He's a receiving back. I think he's I think it's gonna be closer to a 50-50 split than a trap CTN led backfield. Yeah, Tank Bigsby from out of camp is kind of that Zach Charbonnet for the Seattle Seahawks. So he's a receiving back and they're saying that he's getting a lot of goal line chances. Um I'm higher than Brent is on ETM because I think the combination of uh, Trevor Lawrence and ETN going back to college. If he, yeah, their chemistry is on. If he does get that receiving back, and he showed last year some of the swing passes and screens. How I'm not sure if he's he someone who picks up pass blocks a lot that you can't take him off the field in third. But if he is, and even if ETN's getting rushed and he knows he can dump it off, and ETN is explosive enough to just take it for chunk plays at that point, that's huge. Yeah, the the reason I have ETN low is I don't want to draft ETN in the third round. Where his ADP right. is right now. Third's top. Fourth is a steal, I think. I don't think it's a steal. I think he should be going around fourth to fifth. That's kind of why I'm so low on him because I think there's so many other players that I want in the third round other than Travis Etienne. But I think you're right on he does have the upside for the goodest team in the worst division. 
Yeah. But if I go receiver, receiver, and I don't want ETN in the third round as my first running back. I, I agree with that. I too. don't even really want him as my second. I'd be confident with him as the first. I like him as my RB2. Okay. I'm taking him as my RB2. I do not. I You're right. If you're doing that wide receiver, wide receiver, I don't want him as my RB1. Yeah. So a lot of disagreements there, some agreements. Uh, next up is Jameer Gibbs, rookie from the Lions at 14 is our consensus. I have him at 16, Connor's a little lower at 9, and Chaz has him all the way up at 8. Chaz, you can start at such a level so high. 9 or 19 for Connor? Because you said I nine. 19. 19. Okay, that makes a lot more sense because yeah. uh, averages work that way. I think Jameer Gibbs is going to take over that offense and be the workhorse. Belcal receiving back is the key part. I think he caught a lot of passes out of in college. Um, I think that is going to be his role as a PPR machine, especially with Jared Goff being able to just dump it off kind of like he did when Swift was there, when Swift was healthy. Now Swift's gone. Jamal Williams is gone. I know they brought in Dave Montgomery, who's probably going to take a lot of the goal line work away from Gibbs, and that's the only thing I think that hurts Jameer Gibbs is the goal line work. Everything else I think is going to be all Gibbs, maybe not at the beginning of the year, but definitely – down the stretch, going to the playoffs, he's going to have the full backfield to himself. I like Gibbs a lot. I know I have him lower than you guys. It's because of David Montgomery. The way they paid him, he's going to be the starter to start the year. No, he's not. I disagree. If Gibbs shows he's good enough to take it away, he might be a player. They wouldn't winner. have drafted Gibbs in the first round if he wasn't going to be the starter. They drafted Gibbs right away in the first round. People said he was going to come off the board at the end of the first, early second. He went off, what, I think pick 12, 13? Yeah. So they drafted him to be the guy. They knew Swift was gone. They knew Jamal Williams was gone. He's the guy. Well, they used two running backs last year to split carries. I think Because who's the offense coordinator? Deuce, yeah. Deuce Staley, who's now with the Carolina Panthers, going to use two running backs. Okay. The regime, an offense coordinator, Jameer Gibbs, is the guy. Might be on a further episode of ours down the line. So comparing Gibbs to Swift of last year, Swift missed three games, but he was running back 22. Um, he had first two weeks, he was running back three and four. In those weeks, coming back from injury, he only had two top five finishes. And yes, Deuce Daly was their coordinator, so they split carries. But Jamal Williams had 16, 18 touchdowns. And is Jamal Williams there this year? No, but okay. I think no, Dave no, Montgomery. No, no, you said no. He's not there. He's not. But he they replaced him was... just like they replaced Swift. I think they replaced uh, Williams with Montgomery. And I think if Montgomery gets ten plus touchdowns, that's just taking a lot from Gibbs. Not that Gibbs can't be great and won't be great. I'm, yeah, I want to say he's like, also changing coordinator. I think so Gibbs is a Marshall Falk type player that he's going to have a great career. I just don't know if this is a season that it really starts to take off fantasy wise because of David Montgomery. And maybe it is. Maybe with the new coordinator, they don't use Montgomery like they use Williams and Swift or Gibbs is the guy for everything. And 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 in in that case, he could be top eight, top seven. But either way, the thing that's keeping him out of the top 10 is that this debate is there. Well, the debate is there. I think he's a high end running back two. I think he's a weekly start to start the year. Okay. And I think. As a running back two or a flex option. Either way, right back to flex, probably where you're drafting in the fourth round as your RB2. But at the end of the year, when it comes down to playoffs, I think you think he's going to solidify his spot. Solidify his spot, be the RB1. You're right. Dave Montgomery's there. Early in the year, they're going to figure out what they have, and Dave Montgomery's going to be part of the offense. But if it turns into anything like the Swift uh, Williams of last year, that's 10 plus touchdowns. That's going to be taken away from him, and that, that hurts. 
even when Swift came back last year, he was banged up. He was never like fully healthy. And so I go down the argument of let's go back to the last guy, ETN. I'm drafting Gibbs in the fourth, then ETN in the third. Or even the fourth. I'm taking Gibbs over ETN by far. I like his value being a fourth rounder. You have a seven seven spot difference there. Yeah. I, I like Gibbs more. Yeah. Seven spots behind ETN. Yeah. Next on our list at number 13 is Ramondre Stevenson. Now, we just told you in the last episode that Zeke just signed there. Um, I think Zeke might take a couple of touchdowns away, but it doesn't really move Stevenson for us. I have him at 13. Connor, the lowest at 17, which I'm surprised because you like him a lot, or at least last year. I, I like him a lot as a player. The Patriots' backfield, they never stay consistent with the running back, so that's my biggest concern. But he can catch the ball well. He does everything Belichick has to do. Um, I remember seeing last year Belichick liked him a lot, so maybe he is someone who stands the test of time with the Patriots offense. That's what I think. I think if there's going to be a, a bell cow back in the Belichick offense, which is rare, I think it's going to be Stevenson. Oh, there got Zeke, so it's going to work well. Yeah, I think right now he's at the 302, and I that's – I think it's early for Yeah, I don't – Want him in the third round before before Zeke? I would have considered it for Zeke. I think he's I think he's easily a good RB two, like a weekly RB two mm-hmm. slot. If you have a top guy, I like him there. I, I agree with that. I just think if he fumbles once or twice in the game, there's a chance he's going to touch a ball for a week or two. Yeah, but how is Fat Zeke showing up camp, or are we getting in shape Zeke? Nobody knows until he shows up. I also yeah. don't know if it's going to matter if he's in shape Zeke. Like we were saying before we started recording, Zeke might have a game or two where he's the guy. He's hot. They just give it to him. But overall, I think he might just take a couple of red zone touchdowns. And that's the Patriot way. Right. You never know with Belichick. I, I think this year's going to be different. I don't know why I'm saying that, but that's my feeling. But, yeah, I, I like Stevenson. Just, I don't want to draft him in third, and especially not with this news coming out. Next on our list at 12 is Aaron Jones. I have him at 12, Connor at 15, Chaz at 14. Uh, again, I think he's just one of those consistent guys. Now that Aaron Rodgers isn't there, I think they're going to rely more on the run with Jordan Love. Um, and A.J. Dillon definitely steals carries from him, so it's definitely not all there Jones all the time. But he's the pass-catching back, and I think they're just going to have to rely on a heavier run game than they did when Rodgers was there. Yeah, I like Aaron Jones, even though I have him at 15, and it's strictly because of A.J. Dillon. Yeah, there's not. He's not going to get every single carry. Without Rodgers, they're going to rely on the run more, but it's going to come at the cost of using two guys that are both very good runners. Yeah, I think he's just a consistent running back too. Yeah, Flex if you play. get him in like the fourth round, then he's RB two. I'd be happy. Yeah, um, right now he's in the middle of the fourth. Like that's, he also has a possible upside if Jones, if Dylan goes down, Jones becomes a stud. Yeah, uh, Jones was. Running back number nine last year. With A.J. Dillon. With A.J. Dillon. And A.J. Dillon. With Aaron Rodgers. With Aaron Rodgers. With Aaron Rodgers, yes. But I think Dillon is going to play the same role he did last year. I don't think he's going to get that many more touches than he did last year, even if they run more. I think this is. How old is Dillon now? Do you have that in front of you? Dillon's probably going to his fourth year. Something like that. Uh, Dillon's going to that, but how old is Jones? You said Dillon. You said Dillon. I'm sorry. Aaron Jones is going to be about 29 when the season starts. Yes, he's going to start to slow down. 
that's what I mean. So Dylan is kind of the younger guy. He might just start seeing more carries for that reason, which just takes away from Jones. In but my it, opinion, that's this is not the year for that. I think this is still Aaron Jones's backfield. And I think he's going to get a lot of catches with the. Way, that's what I'm saying. He's not like closer to, a, or he's not. I think a top ten pick or someone you're taking in the second round because of this what carries with him. No, he's a, he's a mid fourth rounder. It's going to be your RB two that you're going to put in there every week. I mean, it's just consistent RB two play. I wouldn't mind getting him as my running back one if I'm stacked at receiver and or tight end. So if you went two John receivers at a tight end or a quarterback, you're okay with Aaron Jones as your one. Yes. In the fourth round or third round? In the fourth, fourth round. Okay. If, if I went Kelsey receiver, receiver, or receiver, receiver, Andrews, something like that, and got Aaron Jones my running back one, and I, I knew I was set at receiver and tight end, I would be okay with that. And then I would you know, I would keep drafting running backs for the right. next couple yeah. of rounds. Yeah. But, yes, I would be okay with him being my running back one. And I'm only highest on him by by two to you, Chad. Yeah, we all like him yeah. around the yeah. same area. He's yeah. a, we all know he's, we know he's going to be. Just how much do you think he's going to be running back two, RB2 yeah. to end the year? And if Dylan goes down, he might be an RB1. I mean, but he's not going to really, unless injury comes, he's not going to fall out of an RB2 spot. No. Right. Which right. is why we have him where we do. Yeah, and he didn't miss any games last year. He might have played banged up, but he didn't miss any games. Um, last one here we have at 11, Najee Harris. Connor and I have him at 11, Chess just at 13, just a little bit below. I think he just gets a ton of carries. Yeah, I had him in RB2 last year. That cost me a bunch of leagues. Um, <laughs> I think he's very good. The Steelers' offense was slow to start the year. When Kenny Pickett came in, they got better. George Pickens, I think, is a really good number two receiver with Deontay Johnson that you can't stack the box. Pat Fairman with his show, he's a solid tight end. And I think they added to the offensive line, too. I believe you're right. So, so it's a good situation. Yeah. They're never going to go under 500, so they're going to be in games. Yeah, I think the volume alone here, even if he has a down year like last year, the volume alone is going to keep him relevant. And then if he can jump back to his rookie year, was a little bit better. If he if he can you know, produce on that volume, I think he could be a great running yeah, back. Is anyone here who could say, like, jump into the top five for running backs? I, I, I think it's him. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. And, like, I think it's one of those guys that – I'm okay with taking him in the middle of the third. I would be happy. Like, that's – yeah, that's a guy that could – I mean, even if you have, an, like, the first or second pick, I mean, it, it's your choice if you get him at the end of the second. Or and who else is still one. there, I guess. Right. But if he's your number one running back, he's a great number two running back for a fancy roster, but a solid running back one. Yeah. Um, if you had a good receiver or Kelsey to go with. Yeah, I, I don't know. The more we talk about I, I the, the more down I am on it because – I think they are going to have to throw more. I think they are going to be. But Tomlin's showing they don't just escape the run to stay in games. Yeah, but now you have Kenny Pickett. Ew. But he did play terrible last year. And that's what I'm saying. Him being into his second year. Pickett's well, I think that'll keep him in the games and not be falling from behind the way. Last year they had to pass to stay in games. Yeah. There might be a lot of receptions coming this way if they have to pass more, too. That doesn't mean they're just going to yeah, avoid just, him even entirely. With, even with heavy volume, and I know they were stacking the box against him, it just seemed like he didn't have that step or that break. What like he just couldn't from the last couple games? Because I, I think as the season went on, he got better. Because like he had to pick keep in the offense right. got better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but he produced a lot better the last month or two. He just so he was running back fourteen overall on a down year. I mean, compared to his rookie year. Yeah, and right now you're drafting him in the third round. One, That's two, good three, value. Four, five top fifteen finishes in the last five weeks. Or the top seven. Yeah, so you're happy with that if you're drafting him in the third round. Right. So I like his value. I just 
Like yeah, I said, I, I think you're he's right. the one guy in the 11 to 20, and we have him at 11 that could break all the way into the top five. I think he's that good of a runner. It's more the Steelers that their offense is a little limited that he's not be able to just completely take over the way you would hope. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, that is it for this list. Um, next episode, we're going to get into our top 10. If you think there's anyone that we just talked about that should get into the top 10, let us know. If you think some of these guys have no business being in the top 20, let us know that way too. I think that's it. That's it. I will see you next time.